Hello. Welcome to the OU Daily Tehillim and Chizik phone call. My name is Adir Posey. I'm from the Orthodox Union, sitting in for Naftali Herman, who will return for our next call. Thank you so much for joining today's call on Yom Hamishi Thursday, the 27th of Nisan, 5782. Thank you so much to our wonderful and generous sponsors, particularly the Schwartz family, for their continued support and whose names are prominently listed in the daily OU Tehillim email. To sponsor future programs, please visit ou.org slash call. Please note that the deadline to submit a sponsorship for tomorrow's email is today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. On behalf of the OU, it's my esteemed honor to introduce Rabbi Brian Borenstein, who is of the OUJLIC at California State University at Northridge in Los Angeles, California. Rabbi Borenstein will share Debre Chizuch, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Borenstein slowly reciting our daily chapters of Tehillim, followed by the Mishaberach, Lecholim, and Achenu. We will conclude the call with a brief conversation to just thank everyone for joining and to wonderfully expect to, and to thank you all for being part of this special program. Please stay tuned afterwards and Bechavod, with great honor, Rabbi Borenstein. Thank you so much, Rabbi Posey. Thank you to the OU, and thank you to all of you loyal listeners who join every day for this wonderful initiative. What I'd like to do today is share with all of you an idea regarding the male-female duality of Torah. The written law, or is what we call the Torah Shabbat Tav, is the male, and the Torah Shabbat the oral law, that's the female. We go up into the world of potential, the world of the written law, and we take a seat of Hashem, as it were, and we, the Jewish people, were the female, and we give birth to the commandment through the manifestation of our performing the mitzvah. The beauty of the male is he has endless seed. The male contributes seed by the millions, hopeless abundance of one of these potentials, but there's nothing real. The female, she gives birth. The beauty of the woman is she gives birth into the world, and the curse and sadness of the woman is she's limited to just this one, and all the billions that could have been aren't. Male is the going up into the higher world of infinity of potential, and the female is bringing down into the real world of the finite and the concrete. Male we call Zachar. It's the reaching up into the world of the infinite, and the female, again, is bringing down into the finite. So again, let's put it this way. Again, the beauty of the male is the infinite dimension, and the problem, or the curse of the male, if you'd like it that way, is that it's only potential. It's only potential without any reality. And again, the beauty of the female is that she gives birth, she brings a thing, she brings a baby, a mitzvah, into the finite reality. And again, the curse of the female is just one. A finite world can sustain only one form at a time. Now, what I'd like to do, with that background, is show you a theme within the Torah. A theme where we see that men traditionally are not aware, and the women are super aware. And not just that. The women are the ones who make whatever needs to happen, happen. When woman is initially formed, Adam, he's asleep. Hashem puts Adam into a deep coma, to a deep slumber. He's completely unconscious. And in that state of unconsciousness, that's when woman is formed and taken from his body. You'll see this everywhere, by the way. 
when it comes to the initial carving out of the Jewish people, when Yishmael has to be separated from, from Isaac, Sarah says, you need to get rid of Hagar and Yishmael. Avram says, I don't want to do that. Hashem comes to Avram and says, you don't see what's going on. You need to listen to your wife. When Avraham and Lot are separated and Lot's in a cave with his daughters, they think they just witnessed the destruction of the world. All the cities that they knew were wiped out. And the two girls are convinced that there are no men left in the world, and they decided that they needed to draw seed from their father. So the first night, the older one got him drunk, and the second night, the younger one did. And the women are the ones who made it happen. You have Yitzchak is about to give the blessing. He thinks he's giving the blessing to Esau. It's the flow of blessing that will be the foundation of the Jewish people. And he's completely unaware. He thinks he's giving the blessing to one, but it turns out to be the other. And who knows what happened? Rivka. Not only does she know what happened, she's the one who made it happen. You go to the next generation, you have Yaakov is marrying Rachel. He's about to father the Jewish people. And on his wedding night, that will start the process of fathering the Jewish people. He has no idea who he's with. No idea that he's with Leah. The Jewish people are coming into existence, and he thinks he's with Rachel. He's completely unaware. Yet it's the girls who know exactly what's happening. And not only do they know what's happening, they're the one who makes it happen. The male is unaware. And I think that you can start to see a theme building here. Let's go a little further. Yehuda. Yehuda is traveling down the road. He sees a prostitute sitting at the crossroads. And he decides to have a relationship with her. Without getting into all the details of the story, little does he know that he that the woman is his daughter-in-law. And unknown to him, He's fulfilling the, the cosmic mitzvah of Yibum. How did the Jewish people come into existence? He's fulfilling the cosmic spiritual mitzvah of bringing Mashiach into the world, and he's totally unaware. Some strange woman, a one-night relationship, that's all it is. Yet she knows exactly what's happening. She's disguised. She makes it happen. Happens again with King David's birth. Yishai separates from his wife without going into the background. Things weren't legitimate for them to have a relationship at that time. She disguises herself as someone else. He has a relationship with her, not knowing that it's his own wife. David is then conceived. Again, how is David conceived? By his father being totally unaware with who he's with. But his mother knows exactly what's happening as she makes it happen. You see this in every case. You think this is an accident? This is a theme in Torah. The male goes up into the world beyond Das. This is called, this is called Adiloyada. The male ascends to a point beyond consciousness, so high, completely beyond the dimension of human consciousness. And of course he must. He's bringing something down, something infinite into the world. He's bringing something beyond the dimension of space and time. He's bringing into being a line that will culminate in the perfection of the world. Of course it must come from a place beyond human consciousness. It must come from a place of divine consciousness. And so the male gets absorbed in an experience beyond human dimension, but not the female. The female's work is to bring it down into the world and make it real. She's engineering the process. And of course she can, because she's bringing it into the finite. And that's exactly what we must be doing. There's a duality in the nature of Hashem. Hashem alokenu, Hashem achad. But that oneness manifests in what we call the shechina, the female dimension of the divine which manifests in the world. So, 
This is the nature of the male and female, broadly spoken, of course. It's an endless subject, and it runs through all of Torah. Everything in the world has a mother and a father. And I hope that as we continue to go from Passover to Shavuot through the Omer, on every day as we ascend, all of us become more aware on a hyper-conscious level of both our male and female dimensions and roles in the world. I want to thank you all so much for allowing me to share some Torah with you. Uh, this morning. Now let's do the Tehillim, chapter 20. Lamnatseach nizmor le David, yancha adonabi yom tzara, yifagevcha shem Elohei Yaakov, yishlach ezrecha mikodesh, yitzion yisadeka, yizgor kol minchotecha, v'olafcha yidash nesela, yitim lecha chavavecha, v'cholatzavcha yimalei, Chapter. <laughs> Twenty-three. Mis morle David, Adonai roi lo echzar, binos desha yarbiteni, ome menuchot inahaleni, nafshi yishovev yoncheni b'magle tzedek l'ma'an shemo'o. Gam ki elech b'geit salmavet lo hirara, ki yatay imadi, shitecha mishatecha hema yinachamuni, ta'arok l'fanai shulchan, neged tzorurai, yishanta v'shemen roshi, kosi rabaya, Chapter Ine lo yanum v'lo yishon shomer Yisrael. Adonai shomracha, Adonai tzulcha al yadiminecha. Yomam ha-shemesh lo yakecha. V'yareach balayla. Adonai yishmarcha k'mikora. Yishmar es nafshecha. Adonai yishmar tzeischa v'oecha. Me'ata v'yad olam. Chapter 130. Shir ha-malos mimamakim kerasicha Adonai. Adonai shima v'koli tiyena uznecha kashuvot v'kol hachanunai. Imavonos tishmoria Adonai miyamod. Kimcha haslicha l'ma'an tivarei kibisi Adonai kibsa nafshi v'lidvaro ho'chalti. Nafshi l'adonai mishamrim l'aboker, shomrim l'aboker. Yachel Yisrael el Adonai ki im Adonai ha'chesed v'harbe imu fidus. Who yifte es Yisrael ikol avonosav? We'll now make mishaberach for the cholim. Mishaberach avosenu Abraham Yitzchak Yaakov Moshe va'Aaron David Shlomo who yivarech biyirape es hacholim.
Thank you so much, Rabbi Borenstein. Thank you for being on the call today. Thank you for providing us with chizuk and inspiration and limud Torah in memory and in, in merit and as a tefillah for the Hatzlacha Rafua Yeshua for all those in need. We hope and pray that our collective efforts for safety, strength, and Rafua for all those in need will be answered the Tova. May the Rabbonu Shalola and the Master of the World speedily bring an end these days of difficulty and uncertainty in Israel, in Ukraine, around the world, and for all those in need of Yeshua. Please join us again for our next call. This concludes today's call. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic, wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day. Thank you.